Hey guys, welcome to episode 10 of the Making It in Medicine podcast. This week we've partnered with our guests to give you guys an insight on how to manage your busy schedules but still have a great social life. So, let's hop straight into it. All right, welcome back to the Making It in Medicine podcast, everyone. Um, we have actually hit a thousand plays in total, so thank you all for that. Um, we do appreciate the support. Big um, <laughs> And we hope you guys continue to stick around for a lot more great content because we do have a lot more stuff coming. Anyway, so today's episode, um, we have a special guest and we're talking about how to have a stable work-life balance in medical school. So our guest today is Amar. So Amar, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, thank you uh, for inviting me onto the podcast. I'm incredibly honoured uh, to be on this platform and you are you know, doing really well. Um, and oh, thank just, you so much. No worries. Appreciate that. Yeah, uh, no worries, man. Um, just to introduce myself to uh, the viewers. Uh, so my name is Amar. So um, I've come actually from... Um, so I'm a third year medical student currently studying at Hoyot Medical School, which is a medical school in Yorkshire, based in the United Kingdom. So I have started my own medical blog and also my YouTube channel recently um, about... I think it's been two years, a year and a half ago. Um, so, you know, over there I've been um, giving advice, sharing my documenting my medical school journey giving valuable resources advice to aspiring medics medics in general um, and creating a community of medics uh, which i think um you know definitely helps out uh, in the long scheme of things um and yeah. hopefully through our platform i can inspire and help others um and through this podcast as well i can hope to do the same yeah i mean thank you for actually accepting our uh, request to come on but I mean, just listening to what you've accomplished over the last year or, or couple of years, I mean, uh, just talking to you before the podcast, hearing that you kind of balance six societies alongside of um, second year or extracurricular activities along second year of medical school, which is notoriously, you know, known for the, the big jump in, in kind of work and difficulty. It was pretty amazing. And so I was, I was kind of just like, you know, we, we, we're excited to have you on the podcast. <laughs> would you like to just kind of talk us through kind of what you did in second year yeah so i'll just give you a bit of background then so in my second medical school which was about a year ago um i decided to you know even though it's a big jump definitely from first year to second year i really wanted to improve not just my academic studies but me myself as a person i feel like um it's really important to improve your own personal skills your own personal acumen and definitely helps you towards developing to become a great doctor out there so i thought why not try uh, you know start now um, and, you know, use the time in second year to really um, develop myself um, and especially, you know, towards the things I am doing and help other people as well. Um, so I, uh, I sorry, I contributed um, and was part of six societies at university in my second year. And I was a part Again, of one charity project as well alongside that. Um, and after my second year, um, I started to get into research um, and also um, recently you know three four months recently i've started two new businesses um started up um so that's Damn. all the stuff i've been doing so far yeah yo that's wild that is busy very guy. very impressive you wild. are wild <laughs> how do you have the time 
<laughs> I question this every day, man. Honestly, yeah, sounds surreal. Are you are you one of those types of people who gets up about five a.m. in the morning just to beat the rest of the world and and just kind of just kind of d- absolutely destroy your day? You know, I've been I've been trying to develop this a lot. Yeah, so I have been trying to wake up very early in the morning to try and get everything as done as much as possible. But it's been I've been sort of through a phase of you know just working overnight. You know, like literally no sleep. You know, maybe sleep in the daytime, and then sometimes I'll just try it. Yeah. Okay, let's just sleep for like six five hours, see what happens. So I've had a bit of experiment trial with sleep. So um, yeah, now I've kind of perfected it, and hopefully it helps me with uh, getting things done. So what time do you wake up? uh so nowadays um i would wake up at like 7 a.m probably um okay. around there maybe That's 6 30 early, i don't bro. know it depends yeah it depends how how i feel you know how i feel when you wake up do you get me um so yeah uh, then uh you know on normal i think i sleep around 10 30 11 something like that i don't want to yeah i don't want to have a, too much of a late night yeah that's mad <laughs> early as well now, that is that is one thing i'm working on so i, I so was just, early yeah <laughs> is crazy but um i've been trying to at least wake up at 8 a.m every morning just so i can get ready for uni so i was like mm-hmm. earlier this week i was like look let me just try get into the sleeping pattern now so when it comes to monday and uni starts i'll be like a lot better and i'll get into the pattern but i don't know like so far i'm still working on it because i'm finding it hard being a student and waking up early because like even yesterday my friends were at, were over at mine till like two two o'clock three Maybe even later, bro. Stop lying, it's four. But yeah, so I mean, going to bed at four and waking up at eight isn't the best option. So I had to wake up late today. But I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to still figure out how I could go to bed as early as possible most of the days and still wake up early and not lose out on sleep because I actually need sleep to function. If I don't have sleep, I will be like 50%. Yeah, I found that out the hard way. Like recently, I mean, the, you combine not sleeping in the really cold weather up here in Lancaster and your immune system really takes a hit. And so I've been kind of plagued with this, with this really just inconvenient kind of cold. You can definitely hear it in my voice, I think. Yeah, I um, think everyone's good. But it's, it's just present. Like it's just present. And it's not even like you can't get out of bed. You can go and do everything. Your body's absolutely fine. But your head just feels really stuffy. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just congested. Like all my mates have it. All my mates have a cold. I think I was one of the first people to get it. But I still have got... Like now it's okay, but my my nose is a bit stuffed, it's a bit blocked up, but mm. um, I can still breathe. Like it's not too bad, but like like Mars said, you could do everything like everything everything you want to, but it's just there yeah. and it's annoying, and you mm. don't want it to be there. And the weather is kind of depressing as well, to be honest. Like down in Brighton, it literally rains every single day, and it's the most depressing thing ever. Like I want some, I, I, I want some sunshine. Though. I don't know if you can beat Lancaster. I think Lancaster is either number one or two rainiest places in the uk so in the uk as well damn. try me <laughs> try damn. me i didn't know this was a competition all the international students be everything's thinking, a wow. competition <laughs> but yeah like i feel like i'm part of plant because i need some sunlight to photosynthesize and get me some energy but you know it is what it is that was a dead i joke. mean that's <laughs> mad um i mean that's that that is what we're kind of talking about though being able to you know look after yourself well in medical school and still be able to kind of do all the work um and have a good sleep schedule and just keep yourself healthy and i feel i feel like amar has really hit the perfect spot um in terms of all of that and so i mean we we definitely have questions i have a question 
I have a yeah. question that I've been wanting to ask you since the moment I met you. And that is kind of what organizational like tips or techniques did you use to stop you feeling like overwhelmed with all of this stuff to do? Yeah, that's a, that's a very good question, uh, Mars. But so what I would say is as we're discussing, sleep is actually very, very important in your functioning and your overall well-being. So I understand that as a university student, you will have nights where you chill with your mates or maybe you go out. So, you know, you're not going to have amazing days every single day. You're going to feel grim sometimes. But for me, it's mm. all about progression, not perfection. So, you know, it's all about being, getting that consistency. Maybe you may go from one, you know, wake up at 7 a.m. one, once a week to waking up 7am twice a week and then the next week you kind of gradually build this up so it's all about building that habit so I think that's one of the really key things in making sure that you're organized and you're able to take on a lot of things now yeah another point is pre-planning and that's that's crucial for you to be able to perform well and actually contribute to all of these different things you're doing so what I used to do in my second year was um, I used to have this whole I'm a very organized freak yeah I, I love every i love everything to be structured and organized so what, have I have, you got pl- uh, like post-it notes everywhere uh, uh or a timetable but uh, yeah timetable to-do list everything you name it yeah so i use this app called notion um really oh, really good app. really I, yeah pretty sure recommended by most other students but basically yeah. that's how i have my calendar my to-do list my goals for 2020 so what i do is you know before i sleep i put down all the things i need to do on my notion to-do list and it would sync on my phone on on my notion now it is good but if the thing is on your phone you have to wait you have to go on notion and then you have to go on the page and it's yeah. very time consuming so i've used something called um what was it microsoft to-do list another very good um you know utility uh, app where, where basically you can put your uh, task list it's literally synced to your macbook laptop and you just it takes you five seconds to write a task and it automatically syncs into your phone um and it will you don't have to go onto the app and like you'll have to go on the app but it will send you notification and everything and it's very easy to manage it so i use to-do lists and apple reminders so it's all about the thing is some days you won't be able to do all the tasks you have to be you have to accept that some days you just won't be able to do everything it's all about kind of you know have you made have you are you have you made sure that you've done the most important tasks on that day so that's where prior sorry prior prioritizing your tasks come in so you need to make sure that you put priority on each of your tasks that you do on the day so i use that in notion uh they have like a like a scale so most important um you know not that important um kind of look later so they have different scales so you can tag it on the tasks you put in and then that way mm-hmm. the, the really task good. comes up straight on the list like it, it says like a you know you have to do this today so when you get those done then it's fine yeah you know that you've done something you've worked towards that progression to performing well you know to you know to to you know performing doing well developing yourself um and you know enjoying the time you have um you know with all this other stuff you're doing so another one is um communication so you need to you need to be able to communicate well with your peers and people who you 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 do your societies with or projects with they need to know you know what your work-life balance is what's your schedule you know because it's very mm-hmm. common that um, many people are they are they aren't able to do the you know do maybe a meeting on the same day. They may have other commitments, so you have to be flexible and adaptive, and you have to let them know about 
how busy you are what other things you do and because if you communicate well with you know your peers or people you work with then it makes the job a lot more easier so i can give a few examples from my experience so um charity so i i did a lot of charity work so one project was charity week it's an international uk based project across the whole uk so every university will basically spend one week of raising as much money as possible for the same course so we have a you know they put up uh, several projects so maybe helping in uh, yemen in south africa all these um, developing countries so in charity yeah. week it's all about getting to know your team members that you work with you know making sure that you work with their strengths you know um, if someone is busy on this day mm-hmm. then you know if if you know that someone else is flexible on in this week then you can easily change things and in that way the teamwork you know it makes things a lot easier and actually you do really well um, as a team member and actually there isn't that much work that goes uh, along if you plan well so all these things i've said very interlink with each other i think if you get the if you get it right then i think you will definitely you'll be surprised at how many things you can actually do apart from medical school oh well damn um thank you so much for that that was a lot but i'm definitely i've taken down so much of that and i'm definitely going to use like pretty much all of it um especially the notion part because i've just recently downloaded notion um so yeah really do appreciate that thank you very much no problem bro notion is a lifesaver like, i can talk about notion for it hours really bro so uh, yeah, i'm looking forward to see how you use it right so my question is i get i get <clears throat> i get that you say um you have to like prioritize and like try and do the main to- topics on like grim days but i have felt it i'm pretty sure everyone that has felt it on this podcast um that there are some days where you just literally have no motivation to do anything at all. This could be after a night out or just some personal stuff that might be going on. So how do you manage to keep yourself motivated to to do as many tasks as possible, to do any tasks on a certain specific day? How do you do it? Hmm. Yeah, that's a very good question as well because it's a very common one. I think this is probably the one debilitating factor of you achieving so much in life. So motivation is something that is, you know, that has to come naturally. You know, you can't. It's something that you can't force. You know, it comes within you. So it's very important to have this constant motivation to be able to get up. You know, get up early, plan early. All these things that I mentioned. So how I over. Oh, you know, overcome the challenges from, you know, or being in so many societies and doing so many things is, you know, I wanted to enjoy what I did. So, you know, when I made sure, you know, when I signed up for something, I wanted to make sure what, what did I want to get out of this? You know, what skills did I want to improve? Yeah. And what, you know, how where would this take me in the next five years how would i use this so these are things that i was thinking in my head before i was signing up and that was really useful because then it put a perspective you know um you know at the times when things were really challenging and i really needed that extra motivation so that self-reflection is very important when you're you know when you're about to encompass these uh you know exciting projects so it's all about trying to enjoy your work think about what you're learning about this being self-reflective of yourself like in every Every stage i think this is complementary when you're at medical school because self-reflection is a really important factor when you're training to become a doctor as well 
So another way I um, did, uh, another way I, I combated it um, is through my passion and love for sports and fitness. So for me, sports and fitness is a getaway from all the life responsibilities Absolutely, and challenges. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, me, sports that, is a huge that. part of my life. I think I will never stop playing sports, even when I'm like 60, 65. Uh, I love it so much. So, you know, the thing is with sports <laughs> and fitness, I'm sure you can all appreciate is you just, you're yeah. just in your own world. You, it's a good, you know, you get the adrenaline in yourself. You know, you feel like you've accomplished, you know, a lot. You feel a lot better in yourself. You don't feel groggy. So it's really important to make sure you get your, you know, your gym routines in the week. You maybe play football, get your two training sessions. Um, you know, if you, you know, for in my second year, um, I think I did a lot of sports actually. So I played football. I played, um, competitive matches, Sunday league as well. Um, Sunday league is grim, by the way. So, um, if you ever play that, then you'll know. Um, boxing, I tried that as well on second year, and oh my god, it's crazy. The sport is crazy. You need to have yeah. stamina, bro, like insane. Mm. But I mean, yeah, yeah, I like to start like MMA. 100%. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, and what was the other one? Um, I started, uh, what's it called? Squash. Squash. Yeah, I thought that it was is... an old man sport, but it's so nah. sick. It's insane. It... Like, I'm you not gonna sweat lie. Squash in is two like... minutes. You will sweat in two minutes, guaranteed. Like it, it, it's it's a it's a very underrated sport. I feel, but these these yeah, sports 100%. help me to just de-stress. You know, de-stress. Think about other things. Reflect. You know, that was one way uh, I combated this as well. Uh, but yeah, I'm, would I'm you sure. would you normally play these sports uh, near the end of your day, or is it like somewhere in the middle? So. Usually they would have tra- so training session they would usually put a timing on, um, and they would put like a few training sessions on the week. So I would plan my, you know, plan when I want to play, when, when I want to do boxing, football, etc. So for example, let's say uh. one day I have loads of tasks to do, and I feel like you know if I, I have to like spend an extra three hours to get this task done, I would prioritize. I would prioritize my sports over that work, yeah, depending on how important mm-hmm. that is on that day. Because you need your input, your mental health and your well being is at stake, and you need to make sure that you take care of it. So I would yeah. always say I would, I would plan those sessions that, okay, on Monday I'm doing boxing, Wednesday I'm doing football, Friday All I've right. got a match, maybe football, and then Sunday I'm going to do squash with this friend. So I want to make sure I keep, I, you know, I don't want to change that. I want to keep those sessions, and I want to make sure I do at least, you know, three, three sports sessions or fitness week um i think three or four is a healthy um especially during medical school um yeah. but yeah there are times like exam season where you have to sacrifice this and maybe you can only go off to do a run or something like that you can't spend mm-hmm. hours just playing so it's all about you know self-reflection and prioritizing your you know your tasks and what you yeah. need to get done so what other activities and things can you do to help build your por- portfolio outside of medicine Okay, sure. So, um, if I just give you an overview of what I did in my second year and, you know, part of my third year. So I was part, I was, um, part of a lot of charity work and I really believe, um, in doing some great work, you know, especially helping the wider community. So I was part of Islamic society. So cause I'm religious myself, um, it was a good way of, you know, making sure that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm learning about my religion alongside university. And one really mm-hmm. good, um, important factor was charity week, as I mentioned before, charity work. 
work. So they, you know, interlinked very well. So I think charity is one thing that students should definitely do, especially as a medical student. Another one was academic development roles. So meaning, um, so I did student, I was a student representative for my year and I was also student ambassador for my medical course. So this is the professional side of things. This helps you to develop your communication, how you present yourself, your professionalism within, you know, the, the medical staff, the teaching staff and how you, you know, how you go about helping students in a professional manner, you know, help, that's the professional side of things. And I think that's very important to develop yourself as a medical student. Uh, another uh, few societies I did was medical societies. So these are societies of quite niche special interests. So I, for example, I was very interested in gastroenterology and dermatology. And I thought what a great way to get involved in the committee, help out and organize the events. And hopefully if I find it interesting, I'll, you know, I'll take on a, you know, higher role. So now I'm the president, for example, of the gastro society. So that's one, one avenue where medical wow. students can get involved. And I think it's really good, especially because you'll learn a lot about a specialty and it helps you with your learning during medical school. Now, mm -hmm. another thing I also did during year three was research, get into research. Now, I get questions about how do you go about doing research? Um, so if I just keep it simple, um, is mm -hmm. I had a, you know, I had a, um, what do you call it? A tutor, like a mentor. Um, no, sorry, there was a mentorship scheme done by a society. So they gave me a mentor, so like a doctor who I could come in, shadow, see their work. So by building a report with that doctor, he gave me opportunities to, you know, delve into. Maybe he was like, oh, I need this case report written. Maybe I need a student for this research project. Um, and for example, just opening your eyes in clinical placement. What do you think is lacking? What do you think there needs to be extra research? You know, if you get uh, maybe a group of friends together who are passionate about this, and you talk to your teacher you can definitely make it happen so that's some of the ways i got into research through COVID-19 COVID-19 was the main avenue where I got into research and hopefully you know um, make a difference uh, in the clinical practice so lastly another thing you can do alongside medicine is business and entrepreneurship now my medical school really pushed this actually because, Miles Miles yeah <laughs> you're, you're, you're feeling this part aren't you yeah yeah he's yeah, feeling I'm it. definitely listening Get, grab intently. the popcorn man <laughs> Yeah, so business is um, a really good way of getting another stream of income alongside your medical school. And at the same time, you're actually providing substance value and you're, you're actually helping NHS to become a better healthcare facility by maybe making a groundbreaking, I don't know, maybe making, giving some, giving a service that helps them or helps the operation of the healthcare. So, for example, um, one of my friends, he was, What's he? He's, he's doing, he's, he found something that was lacking in oncology, I think. And now he's developing a, a really cool service with one of his few medic friends and I think a doctor in creating this company to help, um, a certain aspect of oncology. And I'm sure he will succeed in that. So for example, what I, what I want to do is what, how I came about business is I saw, look, what am I really good at? You know, what are the skills that other people do not have? And, you know, things that I feel that I can sell, you know, I can really make a difference to someone's life so for example for me i was a huge fan of videography video editing and filmmaking you know i used to do this for fun as a hobby for about two or three years the medical school came i stopped and it was like an on and off thing i was like why don't i you know why don't i keep continue this and actually help businesses startups and you know other kind of reasons and help out people and at the same time make money as well um and i've started up another company which is a medical one 
um, medical platform similar to you guys as well. Um, but I'm going through the interview consulting service. So during my okay. time, I really struggle with interviews. Like I really struggle to find help, you know, with uh, my medical interviews. So I wanted to start, I was thinking of this quite a while back, but I needed, you know, I need to think about it a bit more in the scalability. So I want to help, you know, I want to provide that service to people that was missing for me three or four years ago. Um, so these are the things you can do aside from medicine, but it's really important to take, consider the, you know, the advice that I gave, the, the key, um, the key points that you can take, you know, from this podcast. And the, the biggest thing I would say is enjoy it. Yeah, if you're not yeah. enjoying something, if you're finding it strenuous, drop it, leave it. You don't need to do 50 million things to succeed in life. You know, mm. only do things that will help you to be a better person the next day, the next year. Yeah, don't you don't need to having to do six, seven societies. It was I enjoyed all of my time doing all these different things and I learned a lot. That's why I did that many. So, yeah, I hope that answered it. I really like that that advice about enjoy what you do. Um, because 100%. I think that we on this podcast do enjoy literally like recording, um, having guests and just kind of coming up with ideas and just sharing what we did, what we wished, all of our mistakes with other people. And so, again, it ties in with the motivation, too. Um, and so enjoying what you do is really, really, really important, whether it's medicine, whether it's yeah. law, whether it's whatever you do, just please enjoy it. And that that will lead you to to, to success. Like. Yeah, definitely. So, just as a, a quick summary, I guess, um, yeah. you talked about, you know, techniques, um, you know, progression, not perfection, um, which I really like. Um, you have to use your pre-planning abilities using certain apps like Notion or Microsoft to-do list. Um, remember to prioritize what you do uh, and communicate with the people around you so that the, mm. you can all work around each other's timetables so that you can get the most out of um, your time together. Um, the motivation, again, really just do enjoy what you do um and as long as you're patient with it uh, and you keep you know keep improving it then that way you'll you'll continue to make strides in whatever the in whatever you do and um for what else you can do you know like Omar said get into research you know open your eyes talk to doctors talk to people on placement talk to talk to your tutors and mentors um and and just do all of the other things that are kind of kind of put aside um to to people people you normally think that they're boring but i mean be be that person that makes the difference because you never know the one you know audit that you are part of might actually be profoundly impactful to to the practice of of um clinicians all around the uk mm. so anyway um i mean just to say thank you so much amar for joining us on this podcast and you know bestowing us with your wisdom um i think you know j just speaking for the general guys on the podcast and the people listening like we really do appreciate you taking your time out to, you know, give us some of your experiences and let us know, you know, what to do, what not to do, um, because it's so hard to find um, people who are willing to talk because everyone's always busy. Mm. But I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I think we'll round that up um, this episode. I mean, thank you again for, for coming on. Yeah, no worries. Thank you so much for having me and good luck with your podcast venture. I'm sure you guys will do great and I want to see you guys on Top 20's playlist so it comes up. I'm like, oh, I was on that po podcast. It's made it. It's made it. <laughs> back, back when I'll, we were I'll be we were so still proud. Small. Trust me. Yeah. 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 Oh, right. Thank you. Thank you yeah. so much. Good luck yeah. to yourself as well, by the way. Yeah. 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 Third thank year you, and that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Third you very much. We all have to come up cool. together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. So we will see you guys all on our next podcast episode. Um, this is a slightly longer one but it's definitely worth it 
Um, so uh, thank you for listening to the end if you are still listening. And we will see you in the next episode. Goodbye. Goodbye.